Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Let's revisit uh, our top story today. Most MPs in the House of Commons voted in favour of calling for a public inquiry into into a foreign election interference, which of course will ramp up the pressure on the federal government uh, following fresh allegations about China's alleged uh, meddling in Canada's affairs. The motion, it was an NDP motion, passed with 172 votes in favour and 149 votes against. Now, the vote is non-binding, but of course, it'll put uh, more pressure on the government uh, to actually head towards uh, calling for a public inquiry. Now, the vote comes a day after Toronto Area MP Han Dong, uh, Han Dong's shocking departure from the Liberal Caucus. Yesterday, we had Sam Cooper on a few hours after he broke the story in regards to uh, Mr. Dong. Uh, we learned, uh, based on that story, based on two senior security um, officials, uh, whose names were not mentioned, uh, they alleged that in February of 2021 that uh, uh, Mr. Dong spoke spoke to a Chinese diplomat in Toronto and basically uh, told them to hold off on freeing Michael Kovrig and Michael Spaver, the two Canadians being held by China at that time. Now, it's important to note that Mr. Dong denied the allegations. He did step down as a Liberal Member of Parliament. He is sitting now as an Independent. He spoke late yesterday. Take a listen. To my family and in particular, my parents, who brought us here to Canada. To my wife, Sophie, and my kids, I love you. I thank you for all the support and love you gave me. The truth will protect us. Joining me now to talk about today's vote and the broader conversation around uh, Chinese interference is Peter Julian, uh, NDP Member of Parliament for New Westminster Burnaby. Mr. Julian, thank you for joining us. Oh, good to be with you again. Uh, first and foremost, why was this important? It is a non-binding uh, vote. But why was it important for yourself, uh, the NDP and others, the opposition, uh, to uh, have this vote today? Well, the, the NDP brought it forward, Jagmeet Singh, and I, I was the sponsor of the motion because uh, what it does is, is two things. First, it sends an undeniable uh, message to the government, pushes the government to actually put in place the public inquiry, all of the political parties in the House of Commons, uh, with the exception of the Liberal Party, and all of the independent members voted in favour of the NDP motion. So we, we now have that that moral suasion of uh, of four parties, including the Green Party and the Bloc, uh, Conservatives and the NDP, the independents, all saying uh, to the Liberal government, you've got to put this into place. Secondly, as you know, a special advisor, a reporter, has been appointed by uh, by Mr. Trudeau, that it, who is supposed to uh, report by the uh, third week of May. Mm-hmm. That's David Johnstone, the former Governor General, who was appointed by Stephen Harper. And this also sends a very clear message to him that uh, he, he has uh, another few weeks before he makes that decision about recommending a public inquiry. Uh, but I've no doubt that that will be considered as he looks at that so that we can actually put this this public inquiry into place. There is no doubt that there's concerns about about Chinese state actors and Chinese government trying to influence uh, Canadian the democracy. We've we've heard uh, 
widespread concerns about Russian state actors and the Russian government. There have been concerns uh, issued about the Iranian government, the Indian government. This is uh, important to put a public inquiry into place so that we can examine all of those elements. Canadians uh, can get answers to the questions they ask, and we can ensure uh, that our elections continue to be free and fair right across this country. Do you think an inquiry is the right way to go? And what I mean by that is some of the challenges are immediate, and a public inquiry takes time uh, to have the right people speaking. It takes a lot of time to digest everything that will be um, uh, introduced and discussed, and then, of course, to put a report together. That is... a uh, easily a year-long process, probably longer. Uh, can do, do you think we need a two-track uh, response to this? Or do you think, uh, when I, what I mean by that is committees looking at the immediate challenges, what can be done today and now over the next two or three months? Uh, or do you think we know, or do we need to go in the direction of a full inquiry? Uh, th- that's an excellent question. Uh, and I, I think you're right. It, it takes two tracks. There are things that the government can be putting into place Immediately, for example, a foreign agent registry, uh, whether we're talking about Russian state actors or Chinese state actors, uh, this is something that Australia has put into place and makes a, a great deal of sense. At the same time, an inquiry answers the broader questions. We've had uh, leaks, uh, and the, the question is whether these allegations to these leaks are true or not. These are answers that Canadians definitely need to have. And so a public inquiry can accomplish that, and we're talking about a tight time frame. It isn't something that should should go on and on. It, it should ensure uh, within a year that we have the answers to all those questions and can move to put further tools into place to protect our democracy. No, no one doubts that the, our federal elections, our elections have been uh, free and democratic, uh, but there are concerns that it may, uh, they, they may start to get less so unless we put in place that, that full range of tools Mm-hmm. To, to guarantee our our democracy and our free and fair elections. Uh, Mr. Julian, we had the Kareem Alam on our show a couple of days ago. Mr. Alam um, was the former chief of staff to the present Vancouver Mayor Ken Sim. He is also uh, the camp. He was the campaign manager for ABC Vancouver and was the former campaign manager for Kevin Falcon's run for the leadership of the BC Liberal Party here in British Columbia. He's been involved in uh, federal conservative politics as well. So he's been in in and around this issue for a very long time. We had him on the show a couple of days ago talking about um, foreign interference and he talked about the need for a higher level of security when it comes to background checks on on public servants and elected officials. I want you to just take a listen to what he had to say. But this isn't just about meddling in elections. This is about meddling in the day-to-day responsibilities of government. For example, on November 7th, Ken Sim and the entire council were sworn in. They took an oath of office. It's the bare minimum standard for security clearance uh, or security clearing that you, that, 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 that you can do. On that same day, I became his chief of staff. No one did a criminal background check on me. No one did a foreign interference check on me. I didn't have to submit any uh, conflict of interest papers that the councillors and the mayor did, but yet I have access to all the most sensitive documents the city has and I get to participate in all the in-camera meetings. And that goes the same for the entire civil service in the city of Vancouver and the entire civil servants in the province of British Columbia. And that should be a concern. There needs to be a mechanism where provincial and municipal governments and political parties can receive uh, information that are relevant to protecting our sovereignty. I bring up this comment from two days ago. It seems to me beyond uh, China and India and some of these other uh, nations that have large diaspora populations here, we actually have to spend the dollars 
to build an infrastructure to address exactly what Mr. Alam uh, is alluding to, not just uh, uh, federally, but municipally and provincially as well? Well, I, I would suggest a public inquiry is something that could could get to the bottom of whether whether that is a concern around public servants. My public servants are, of course, subject to a whole range of other uh, vetting process. The concern that's been raised uh, over the past couple of years is the possibility of state actors, state agents, uh, or, or or foreign governments like the Russian government or the Chinese government trying. Uh, to influence uh, the path of Canadian elections and ultimately who who is elected, and and so I, I think the idea of a public inquiry can can go beyond uh, simply elected officials to other other uh, people, including public servants. I, I would suggest that this this hasn't been something that has arisen quite uh, as often as mm-hmm. the concerns around. Uh, state actors uh, really trying to push uh, certain um, a, a certain narrative, and, and whether that's the the revelations that we've seen, the allegations we've seen over the last uh, few weeks in the Globe and Mail and in Global News mm-hmm. uh, around the Chinese government, or the concerns, particularly last year around the the so-called the convoy movement that took over downtown Ottawa, caused a, a great deal of misery and distress, and. And, and were promoted by Russian state actors. Uh, the, these concerns need to be analyzed in a public inquiry. Whether it goes beyond that, I think, is, is a valid point. And, and certainly this is one of the things that could be considered by a public inquiry. Uh, my final question to you, there have been academics who've written letter, letters collectively who are quite concerned uh, about the focus. Uh, as you said, there's been other nations, not just China, but there's been a focus on the um, East Asian population in regards to this broader discourse. And people are concerned uh, that this may lead to greater racism. Some of you have talked about McCarthyism, not the fact that reports are being done, but too often they're relying on unnamed security officials and sources. And, and that is part of the challenges of journalism sometimes when you are doing these stories that people don't want to uh, deliver their names. Do you worry at all that, that we are making it difficult for certain communities when you have reports like this coming out, of course, heavily vetted, probably within a news organization, but they're coming out with just unnamed security officials who are making this allegation. You can see the impact it's had on Mr. Dong, as we heard in that soundbite at the beginning of this conversation. Are you worried about even a subtle form of McCarthyism occurring in this country? Absolutely. And I've actually raised this with CSIS agents when I've met with them and and raised the concerns around uh, white supremacists, far-right extremists. We're seeing certainly that uh, that emerging, as we've seen in other countries. Uh, We had the conservative uh, MPs meeting with uh, uh, neo-Nazi groups, the AFD, uh, three conservative MPs met uh, with the AFD, which is connected to the Russian state uh, state government, a very strong ally of the Putin regime. And and the, the CSIS agents haven't been able to answer my questions about concerns around extremism. We've, we've had uh, an outbreak of, of hate, a number of uh, murders of uh, caused by Islamophobia and racism, uh, not just in Canada and the United States. And so uh, the the issue of how this is sort of trying to target uh, one group of the, the diaspora is a major concern. Uh, my, my concern around CSIS and whether they're taking the threat of far-right extremism uh, seriously is, is another. Uh, the NDP motion that was voted on today and passed by the majority of MPs specifically points to the diaspora and providing supports 
to the diaspora, whether we're talking about the Iranian diaspora, that is where there have been threats by the Iranian regime against Canadians of Iranian uh, origin or, or any other diaspora in Canada. So foreign interference has to be taken in a, a larger context. And, and I think part of this uh, for Canadians is, is to look at other types of extremism activity uh, that, that may, may be having uh, c- concerns or uh, uh, forcing the, the arising of concerns in Canada. We need to ensure that there is considered a difference between Canadians of whatever origin mm-hmm. a- and those foreign state governments and foreign state actors that are trying to influence our elections. Uh, Mr. Julian, thank you so much for your time today. Always a pleasure to be with you.